What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Elking Inn podcast. I'm super excited for this episode because this week I'm joined by a young professional wake surfer, Bailey Dunn, who has made a name for herself by being a top-ranked wake surfer across the country and is an absolute beast on the wake. But before we get into this episode, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit that down button. It really helps. And stick around to listen to the episode, but all the guest social medias will be the first link in the description below. All right, enjoy. All right, so a rundown of how I actually found you. Uh, I was actually scrolling on Instagram Explore, and I actually saw you do, I think it was like a 540 Big Spin, if that's the right name for it, or something crazy like that. Yeah, but, yeah. And uh, and then I checked out your Instagram, and I saw all of your competitions and everything you've done and your tricks, and I was just like, I got to get you on. You know, it's like, it was insane, <laughs> the stuff that you can do. It's mind-blowing. So how old are you right now? So I just turned 20, I think like last week, actually. Oh, wow. Well happy late birthday <laughs> thank it's, you thank you appreciate it yeah so you're 20 years old and what age did you start wake surfing oh i want to say around four or five ish um i actually grew up with a boat um we just go out as a family on the weekends or weekdays and i just got into a, i mean i did i grew up doing like water skiing wakeboarding mm-hmm. um surfing but i eventually just you know grew passion for wake surfing yeah that's sweet yeah and i'm guessing your family is a water sports family from what i've heard from the ages four to five that's that's pretty sweet and my family also is a is a water sports family but we're more into uh windsurfing but lately oh no way i've uh, i've started taking a passion for actually wake surfing and that's why i i reached out to you because i i absolutely love it you know it was two years ago whenever i started and ever since I, I just can't stop. And it's like all I think about, you know, it's just, it's awesome. And I love it. So, but yeah, your family, I'm guessing your family is a water sports family, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I would say my, my dad is the most, like, he's definitely the one that's like, let's go out, you know? <laughs> and I grow, I have three sisters, so I have no oh, wow. brothers. Um, so my sisters are more into like dance and cheer. Um, and then there's me. I was like the one that wanted to be yeah. out in the water doing, <laughs> doing the guy things you know yeah, that's so sweet. no that's sweet yeah. that's really cool and uh i know you said that you, you you said you started like uh water skiing and wakeboarding so do you you do do any other water sports so i don't do them consistently mm-hmm. like i do surfing but i'll switch it up every now and then and like put on a wakeboard or why not right yeah why not why yeah. not just try it out and i think wakeboarding is so sick like uh, some of my comps that I go to and stuff, there's also wakeboard comps going on at the same time. So it's fun to go watch and then you just have a whole another level of respect for them mm-hmm. and the things they do. Totally. Yeah. Cause yeah, wakeboarding, I've like, I've all the videos I watched and, and I've done it, but I just find it's, it's almost like dangerous in my eyes compared oh, to like yeah. wake surfing. It's just oh, yeah. the tricks they do. And um, I was actually, I was talking with one of uh, one of these guys I was talking to that have, I'm hoping to actually come to my podcast someday, but uh, he actually, he's injured himself a lot uh, and he's a professional wake surfer, or sorry, professional wakeboarder. And, uh, and his injuries are like broken stuff, you know, like bad, oh, bad yeah. injuries. And it's just from him like trying to land a trick over and over again. So that's what I find is different is that wakeboarding is like, quite dangerous somewhat because i mean you're launching yourself into the air so it's pretty crazy oh yeah yeah and i think that's why i stepped away from it mm. a little bit just because it is so physically draining on the body mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's so rewarding to watch. And I, I mean, I can't imagine just stomping those tricks and you just have a whole nother level of respect, like I was saying for them and the things they do. Cause you know that they've crashed over and mm-hmm, over and mm-hmm. over and they, they break things, they tear things and you know, they're back out on the water with, with braces on. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Actually. Yeah, that is very true. But I mean, I, I'm guessing the same level of respect goes towards wake surfers as well, because I mean, come on, landing, landing the tricks that you land is it's, it's another level. So um, where did you, so if you don't mind me asking where you actually grew up and where you actually live now? Yeah. So I'm actually from Huntsville, Utah. Awesome. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Utah, like Salt Lake. Well, I know it's um, a beautiful place and I know you guys have beautiful mountains, but other than that, right, that's, right. that's all I know. Anyways. Yeah, it is very beautiful mm-hmm. here. There's a lot to do. I grew up like, I want to say an hour North Salt Lake up in this little valley called Huntsville. Um, it's kind of cool cause I'm surrounded by mountains Oh, sweet! and there's a, there's a reservoir right across the street from where I live. So that's the lake I normally surf on or would go out on mm-hmm. with my dad, but it's kind of fun because I have three ski resorts, 10, 15 minutes away from my house. Awesome. So, you know, I live, I live in the mountains. I can, I, I can do a lot up there, hiking, biking, you know, Oh yeah. and then we have a lake. So kind of just hit the hidden gem yeah that's it right there yeah so yeah i was actually looking at um your like highlights on instagram and i saw oh yeah i just barely added those yeah. okay but um at first i didn't see that it was utah but um whenever i was scrolling through and i was just looking at the views i was like where on earth is this it was beautiful like and especially the boats that you're on as well i have to say i'm oh. i'm in love with them i think they're <laughs> sweet but the views that oh, that you, you. Uh, had are just stellar so that must be that must be a blast yeah no i'm very fortunate to grow up here it's been a great place mm-hmm. and there's a lot of great people and the atmosphere here so i feel very very fortunate it's oh, awesome yeah um i actually wake surf i actually wake surf on a river because um in oh, canada no yeah we have lakes but i actually live on a river so just off me right now there's water and uh, and we actually wake surf on that so there's a lot of weeds and it oh, can that's so it can sick. be a little bit muddy and gross sometimes but i mean at least at least we're out on the water you know so that's the fun of it y- yeah no that's awesome that you still get out mm-hmm. there and yeah i love that yeah but moving on to uh or talking about wake surfing but um so growing up was there was there one person that like inspired you or that you could say you look up you looked up to yeah, so I obviously looked up to many people, but I think the one person that comes to my mind when you say that would be Ashley Kidd. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her or not, <laughs> but she was kind of the face of wake surfing um, when I was growing up. And she was just someone that I really looked up to. And there was comps across the street from my house and I would I would go across the street and watch. And I remember she was there. And I got to watch her in person, and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I was, I was like such a fangirl <laughs> over her. And I remember my mom was with me, and I was like, "Mom, I want a picture with her," but I, I was so scared to just go up and ask her for one. And my mom's like, "Like you don't get that opportunity very, very yeah. often." So luckily, she knocked some sense into me, and we we're able to you got the, you go got get the a picture? picture with her and. And talk to her. Yeah, I actually do. And it's kind of funny because what I want to say, maybe four years later, mm-hmm. five years later, I actually like, got to compete against her. Wow. This past season. And so it's, it's 
kind yeah. of a dream come yeah. true. No, that's sweet. And especially that you were able to actually compete against her. That's, that's next level stuff. Like, yeah. Wow. Those stories are amazing to hear, you know? Um, at what point, uh, in your career or sorry, at what point did you realize you could actually turn this into a career? Should I say? Um, so yeah, I would say my outlaw season of surfing, I finished first in the world for outlaw. Wow. What, so it goes amateur outlaw and then pro and you kind of got to work your way mm-hmm. up. So my outlaw season, I finished first and then I move up to pro after that. And I was just like, this is something that I really yeah. want. And so living in Utah, only training, you know, six months of the year, not being able to train right. in the winter. I knew that I was one step behind everybody else that are across the world training mm-hmm. year round. And, and I noticed that and I took things into my own hands and really wanted to make something out of it. So luckily I actually ended up moving to Florida for the winter. Wow. So I was able to train year round and meet new people and just push myself with the people out there and be able to train with a lot of other wake surfers. And I guess that's mm-hmm. really when I, I knew I wanted right. it. And that was in 2019, uh, whenever you uh, were champion and you're uh, what what it, what do they call it? It's a outlaw. outlaw? Yeah, that's was was that back in twenty nineteen? I want to twenty twenty. I believe okay, actually. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so y- yeah, COVID oh, okay. Year. Wow. Yeah. So so from there you you moved to Florida or f- at least for the winter, and that's whenever. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's sweet. That's actually that's amazing because I know there's a lot of I believe there's a lot of competitions out in Florida. Correct. Yeah. So there's there's been a couple out there. Um, but they're all actually just across the U S I think I've had one or two out in Florida, but there's, they're just all over. That's sweet. Um, so talking about competitions, when was your first competition and how did it go? My first competition was actually in Arizona. Oh, wow. I want to say it was maybe in 2018. Yeah. 28, no, 2019 flew out to Arizona, told my dad that this is something that I wanted to do. And he found the comp for me, flew me out there. I was able to, to go and do that. I was, I definitely was so nervous. I didn't know, I didn't know even the rules really. I was just trying to get all the help I could get. And I actually was able to finish second, I think in that comp. That's sweet. That's amazing. Yeah. How was that like mentally going into your first event? Like I know you said that you, you didn't really know and stuff like that, but whenever you're out there, was it, it was definitely, I'm guessing it was definitely mentally challenging because I mean, you're so used to, I guess, wake surfing, you know, with no one watching you and I don't know, you know what, like scouting you basically. So what was that like? Yeah, I was definitely intimidated. Mm -hmm. I was super out of my comfort zone being out there, just being my dad. Um, when I first showed up to the event, you know, seeing a lot of unfamiliar faces. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Um, I actually had some people, a girl my age named Jordan Taylor. I She was probably the first person I ever met in the wake surf field. And she just kind of gave me the rundown, made me feel comfortable. And she's somebody that I will always be grateful for because, you know, she was there for me when I needed it. And I was, she just... Yeah. I'm so grateful for her and then my dad as well and other people at the comp. Like, That's sweet. It really was just such a great atmosphere and something that pushed myself and was so achieving and I felt like accomplished and I mm-hmm. loved that feeling. And 
you know, the feeling of competing was something that I lived off of as well. So I knew right then that that was something that I wanted to stick with. And I think after that first comp, I was like, this is something that I want. Going into that first mm-hmm. comp, I was kind of just hesitant. You know, I was just going to fill it out. Maybe this wasn't for me. But right. after I, after that first comp, like I knew it was what I wanted and started working hard ever since. That's amazing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I understand it's it's definitely I understand that like how hard it is to go into something with whenever you're not knowing what's what's going to come out of it. But from there, how many competitions have you been in? I know. I mean, I know you've been in a lot, but could you give me a number? I would say probably around 40. Wow. Um, including online events. Mm-hmm. Online are a little bit different, but I would say, you know, over three years of doing mm-hmm. this, like, I would say around 40 ish. Wow. That's a lot. Give that's or a take. Lot of competitions. Wow. That's amazing. And you said you've traveled like all over for them as well? Yeah. So I think that's also one of the, the things that really drew me to wake surfing because mm-hmm. I have a passion for traveling as well. And I always, from a young age, just wanted to travel and see the world. And I didn't know how I was going to be able Mm -hmm. to do it. And so when I I got into wake surfing, I was able to travel to comps, meet new people everywhere I go and, and see the world, but also doing something that I love at the same time. It was like, it's an unbeatable thing, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. That's, it's seriously, it's so great. That's, I'm going to be honest, it's one of my dreams is to be able to, I don't know, I guess compete at a level that you're at, but I mean, who knows, you know, if I keep at it, could be one day. No, that's so awesome. Keep, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Keep at it. It takes, everyone starts at some point, you know, or somewhere. So I totally know what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be in that position. And if it's something that you want, like you can make it happen. So I definitely support you and say, go for it. That's super sick. and I mean, I guess I, I like you said how you uh, you almost were different than your sisters. I said how they want to do dance or whatever. That's almost the same whenever I find it's like here where I live. I don't know in Canada, hockey's. I don't know if you know, but hockey's huge here, and I'm sure it's huge in Utah as well. But yeah. a lot of people stick to that stuff. So if I was to talk to anyone at my school about wake surfing, they would have no clue what it is. Like I have brought it up many times, and they don't <laughs> even know what it is. Like it's. A lot of people think wakeboarding. They think that's what I'm saying, but I'm just saying it wrong. But no, it has nothing. Yeah. So I feel like it's it's cool to talk with someone who's, I get you're a pro at it. So it's it's cool to talk with someone and who has almost like, you. I guess you've said you've been through that as well. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. And I can actually relate to you and with that a little bit. I grew up playing soccer. Soccer was my thing. And I, I always wanted to be a great soccer player. But I realized like, wake surfing was kind of just my side thing but soccer Mm. was my main thing and i like setting myself apart from the other people like you're saying like people probably wouldn't know wake surfing or you know it sets yourself apart from the rest of the world and Mm -hmm. makes you your own person and that's Mm -hmm. what drove me as well and i I try to explain to people like what it is and i'm sure you understand this more than i do but because you've been doing it for so long yeah yeah whenever you're out surfing there's just a different feeling than any other sport to me i don't know what it is but i i I guess it's like with the water or with the nature i don't know something something to do with that but i i just love it and the the boat and everything it's just it all comes together perfectly so it's yeah it's amazing 
Yeah, I definitely mm. agree with mm. all of that. But going back to the actual competitions, can you just break down how they work? Because I know they're they can be a little bit confusing. Like I was trying to learn a bit about them. I like I I know the borderline about them, but can you break down for anyone who doesn't know a bit about them? Yeah, for sure. I'll try to explain it as simple mm. as I can. Um, pretty much, I would say you sign up for a comp, and I. You get their riding order probably like three days before the comp, and their riding order pretty much is just the order in which you're going to ride, correct? So there's there's a, a every comp, the comp is sponsored by, by a boat company, or they have their sponsors for that specific comp. So for a lot of the comps I do, Centurion sponsors the comp. So the comp is going to be behind a Centurion boat. Mm. And then... Um, pretty much there's two buoys. You go from one buoy, it's like a minute pass down to the, to the end buoy. Mm -hmm. And then you get, so you get one pass down and then you get one pass back and it's normally around a minute. So if you can just imagine two buoys, a minute width apart, um, you get pretty much, you just go and you do all your tricks. And in a comp, you're trying not to fall, obviously, because you only get two falls oh, really? and one pickup each way. So if I fall once going down, I'll get a pickup. Um, that obviously cuts out some yeah. time for the boat to like turn around and get up to speed again after you fall. So definitely, definitely does hurt you a little bit when you fall, but also sometimes just helps you get the nerves out. So you get two falls, but just one pickup each way, wow. if that makes sense. Yeah just try to just throw down <laughs> that's it yeah well that's a lot of pressure um i couldn't imagine being under that much pressure i mean it's just you don't have much and especially knowing that people are watching you uh it's, that's definitely a lot of pressure right wow well and a, a lot of with other sports you have time to warm up and yes. fill out your racket or fill out the mm -hmm. hill if you're skiing or something but with this it's like no warm-up it's it's a different yeah. way of every comp so it's just like, you just got to go out and do it. And I think that's the hardest thing about a comp is just, you know, in the back of your head, you know, okay, it's behind this boat. I know this wave, but you don't really know right. the wave until you're on it. So you're trying to fill it out, but you have maybe 10 seconds before you hit that first buoy where you, where you just start your pass. And so I think that's the hardest thing going into a comp is just being confident in yourself, whether or not the wave is good or bad. Um, you just got to be confident that you can, you know what you're doing. You've done it over and over a million of times and you just got to go perform at that point. Yeah. I, I mean, you said, you said that, um, it's actually a completely different boat, right? Whoever's sponsoring it. So that's also must be pretty hard if you're, um, if you're practicing behind, I don't know, uh, a different boat, let's say like that, that must be also a different approach, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely, I mean, I ride a Supra SL. Mm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. boats or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I ride a Supra SL and I don't think I've ever done a comp on a Supra. Oh, wow. And so before a comp, I'll try to ride the boat. I'll try to find a friend. So if I'm going to Minnesota and there's a comp in Minnesota, I'll mm -hmm. reach out to one of my Minnesota friends and be like, can I come ride your boat before, yeah. you know, and <laughs> just so I can feel the wave because the waves are all really different on every boat they're all really great all the new boats and it's always on a new boat mm -hmm. um the comp is but it's 
it's different. It's totally different, and it's a total mm-hmm. mental no, game sure, at that yeah. point. And uh, t- talking about mental, um, how do you prepare for an actual comp mentally and physically? Or is there like stretches you go through? Is there something like that? Yeah, so I actually do have a little bit of a routine for comps. Normally, I am flying to a comp. So normally on the plane, I'll try to just look at old videos on my phone of me surfing. And when I do a great run or something, and I'll just I'll watch it over and over on the mm-hmm. plane so I can get that in my head um, before I even show up to the comp. And then I'd say the day of the comp, I normally obviously try to fuel my body with good foods that will help right. me perform to the best of my ability. And so I definitely am considerate of what I put into my body. Um because that's a huge thing for me as well, going into a comp or whatnot. But b- before the comp, I normally listen to music. I try to, music really mm-hmm. helps me get in the zone and just focus on what really matters. Because, you know, I always I always thought it was about winning. and But it's, it's really not. It's like just trying to live mm-hmm. in the moment and appreciate mm-hmm. where you're at. And I kind of get caught up in that sometimes. But music really just helps me calm down and appreciate what i get to do and the people i get to meet and i normally listen to three songs i normally go hype song and then like a song that calms me down and then one more hype song so i do three songs and then i obviously do some stretches some jump squats some little (laughs) some random some random weird things but uh I'll normally, when I'm walking over to get into the water, I'll walk over with the board in my right right arm. Oh, wow. So it'll be in my right arm. And then when I'm about to get in the water, I'll switch it to my left arm. And that's just a sign <laughs> for me. It's like, it's it's game that's time. It's it. go time. When I know my board is in my left arm, like, I'm ready. I'm going and I'm mentally like, yeah, let's go. That's sweet. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you. I didn't know if it was, it was that technical. That's sweet. That's actually really <laughs> you know, cool. I don't really know if other people do that or, you know, but I definitely, I definitely try to have a routine that I stick to every time and mm-hmm. it definitely helps me. Um, but you know, I might be just a great, crazy one out of the bunch, but no, that's who I no. Am. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure everyone has their own routine, you know, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but that's sweet. Um, I also wanted to ask when we're talking about music, do you get to play music on the boat whenever you're going or is there none? No, of there's not normally music on the boat, but, oh. um, you can normally hear it from the mm-hmm. sidelines or from the beach. Cause there's a whole, right. I mean, there's a whole party at the beach or the dock or wherever mm. the comp's at, you know, there's tents, there's a lot of people, there's microphones, there's tv screen so i normally can hear the announcers or the music from the beach Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm trying to be in the zone and tune it out a little bit but like sometimes the song will come on and it'll just you know give me that little extra yeah yeah that's sweet that's really cool i was just gonna say because um all the ones that i've all the events that i've watched uh I've always heard music. I wasn't sure if it was coming from the boat or if it was coming, but I'm guessing it was coming from onshore. But still, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, yep. So you you have uh, four sponsorships, um, which let me say it's amazing. I think that's so cool. Like definitely, like that's that's something to flex about <laughs> to anyone. But um, can you talk a little bit about your sponsorships and how you actually got them? Well, first of all, I want, I want to say thanks so much. I really do appreciate. Um, you, you noticing that and 
because it's definitely been a working mm-hmm. process. But oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, so I pretty much just started out. I think my first sponsor was actually Marine Products. It's a local boat dealer here in Utah. Um, so I got I got their sponsorship. I was, and then I got a, a Surf Union's also my other sponsorship. It's a clothing line um around the surf vibe mm-hmm. they come out with some pretty sick stuff so you'll have to check them out company oh yeah for sure my board company phase five it's one of the best board companies there is and that's been a dream come true being able to get a board sponsor mm-hmm. and and then also a eye company called nevin eyewear they do sunglasses they're all polarized you know so just just the little the little things and it's definitely been a dream come true being able to have sponsors and just know that they have my back and they do so much for me, their support. And, you know, I just want to give back to them as well. No, for sure. And it's amazing. Like I, again, like I said, I think that's so cool that you're sponsored and, uh, phase five, uh, board, uh, wake surfing. Sorry. Um, I have heard of them and I, I know they've got great boards. So I think that's really cool that you're sponsored by them. And whenever I saw that, I was like, Hey, I know them. So that's sweet. Well, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And I actually have some, some new things in the work for 2021 um, that I've been working on and I'm excited to announce and release soon, but it's all kind of confidential right now, but there's some, there's some new things coming for the next year. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's, that's great to hear actually. Yeah. So with your phase five wake surfing board, so the tricks that you do, um, do you have any go-to tricks that you do during comps or just any time? Yeah. So I'll normally start out, um, with an easier trick in a comp, which is normally just a shove, just a 180 shove of the board. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of just gets me comfortable, you know, uh, flicking and re- releasing and then landing on the board. Um, just right. kind of gets me in the zone for my bigger tricks. It's definitely a, a easier trick and something that I don't sure. think about before I do it. So that'll like get me going and just, I just, getting comfortable on the board and you know all you were a 360 are my easier trick now and just so i get more comfortable to set up for my bigger tricks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no for sure i I totally get that are there any tricks that you're actually working on right now so i'm actually in utah right now a little off season it's off season the the season just finished a month or so ago um but i'm actually going to be heading out to florida in a month to train for the winter um, so I'm excited to get back out on the water and to just, mm-hmm. you know, get in the zone and start that all again. But I'm definitely working on a five shove. That's the biggest trick that I want right now. Only, only one other girl in the world can do it. So I mean, I've gone pretty oh, close, crazy. and I know a lot of my other components are are pretty close as well. So we're all just trying to get that. Um, but there's a lot of other things I'm working on, just consistency and more front side rotation i do have a lot of backside rotation and i need to get more variety Mm. um with front side tricks as well and so i'll probably just be working on a bunch of a bunch of new stuff and then just you know getting confident in all my other tricks and just perfecting everything and um just going from there that's sweet that's awesome to hear well i i'm so excited i can't wait i can't wait for the years to come for you like it's it's going to be great. Thank you. Um, but staying on that trick line, I know, and I mean, I know the tricks you've done are crazy and they're definitely hard, but is there one trick that has been the hardest to learn? I would say 
the 360. It was probably one oh, of my yeah. first tricks ever. But there's just so much that goes into it from the beginning of riding. And it's the first trick that everyone wants to do. And mm-hmm. there's just so many different ways to do it. And the, the whole concept behind the 360 is hard to understand when you don't understand board control. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people lack is board control in the beginning. And I was definitely included in that. It took me probably three years to get a 360 consistent. Um, oh, wow. But I was able to, you know, a 360 is something that I don't even think about anymore just because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you do it so many times and, you know, you build off pretty much every other trick from a, a rotation similar to a 360. So, but I would say that was definitely, the, the 360 was the death of me for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, I actually, uh, do you mind if I send you my 360 videos? Oh, and of you course. Could tell me where I could improve. Because yeah. uh, I would definitely love to hear that, uh, especially yeah, hearing that. Yeah, I'd love to it, be able to watch those and just, you know, give you, give you my input and help you out there. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I always thought I was just like, oh, why, why can't I, like, why is it so hard to do it? But now hearing that you, as a pro, uh, struggled at it at first, is that's, that oh, makes yeah. me feel yeah. a little bit better about myself. And I, I was always intimidated by the riders that could just do it so easy and I just didn't understand. Mm. But, you know, I was there at some point, so I totally would be more than happy to help you out and just give you all the tips that I've ever learned. And that goes well, for yeah, anyone I really else appreciate as well, that. you know. Yeah, totally. Shoot Bailey a DM and let her know <laughs> what she can help coach you on. Yeah, yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but whenever you're practicing uh, learning a new trick or something like that, what's your mentality? Because I know it can be hard to, you know, like fail at something and then get up and do it again constantly every single day. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So when I'm practicing a new trick and it's definitely um, very frustrating. And what I normally do is it's kind of nice when you fall and you have that five seconds before 10 seconds before the bow actually gets back to you is when you can regroup and mm-hmm. rethink and just come back to a good place and mentally to just try that trick again. And when I'm trying a new trick, so I'll, I'll, I'll give myself 10 tries at it, 10 tries. And if I don't land it, I don't land it, you know, for that day, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll move mm-hmm. on. I'll move on to another trick and I'll come back to it. I'll always come back to it. Oh, so I'll do, I'll do 10 tries or whatnot. And then, move on and go back to it, you know? So I'm not spending too much time getting too frustrated. I'll, I'll just give my time to, you know, enjoy it again. And then I'll get back to it. And I'll, I normally just, I don't want to get in the bow until I land it, but obviously sometimes that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just, but I would say just give your time, like give yourself time to just understand it and to just chill out for a sec helps me the most. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely use that. I, for me, I, well even landing the three it was just over and over and over again like i would just right, not stop just i didn't i didn't look falling. at anything else yeah, yeah that's it yeah totally so, get it so from here what are the goals or what's the next step you know to your career yeah so like i mentioned earlier i have a lot of new and exciting things in the works mm-hmm. for the years to come and um as of right now, I just want to keep progressing and keep pushing myself. And I obviously want to be the best one day and I'm going to work hard every day so that I can be. And I want to be a role model to, you know, the younger generation and just, mm-hmm. just the little things like that. For me, wake surfing has been more than just wake surfing. It's about the people I meet, the experience I get to have 
um, traveling, like the atmosphere I get to be in, like that's what gives me life. And I just want to continue to, you know, share that with other people mm-hmm. around me and to do all that I can, you know. I'm very, very grateful and I I do love the sport. And so I just, for the years to come, I'm going to just keep pushing myself, keep doing what I love and, you know, just share that with the world, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And uh, yeah, I, I really think that's amazing. And I can even say, I mean, like I look up to you when it comes to wakes mm-hmm. like, I think that's great. So, so yeah, it's definitely, I definitely love what you're doing. I think it's great. So I can't wait well, I for the next years to that. come. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I always end off my episodes with um, one piece of advice you'd have for a teen. Uh, do you have anything in mind? Yeah. So one piece of advice I would give to any teen is, you know, just be confident in yourself. I think that was something that I lacked at a young age and not that I wasn't confident, but I could have been way more confident and not arrogance, but just be confident in who you are and what you stand for. At the end of the day, we're all here for the same reason. And so just own who you are and what you want to do and do something because you want to do it. Don't do it for somebody else. No, totally. Yeah, that's, I couldn't have said it any better. That's, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I seriously appreciate it. Like, I don't, you don't understand how much this means to me, especially how much I love wake surfing to have a pro like yourself, someone who's who's done what they've done and the tricks they've done the comp- and the 40 competitions have gone to. Like, it's amazing. So thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you so much, Noah. I do. I really do appreciate you reaching out and I'm glad. I'm glad we got to, you know, chat over all this and I'll be looking forward to helping you with that 360 going forward awesome. and just sharing, sharing the stoke of wake surfing. Cause that's why I'm here and I appreciate you taking the time to reach out to me as oh, well. Yeah. So thank you. That's it. Yeah. And you can find all the links to Bailey in the description below. So make sure you go check her out, go drop her follow, go check out all of her tricks. It's amazing. It, it'll be worth the, uh, worth your while. So without further ado, that's a wrap.